episode of Getting Off the Hamster Wheel, how to find a career that brings you joy, fulfillment, and success. My name is Karen Weeks, and for those of you who don't know me, my passion is helping people get unstuck from a career that's no longer fulfilling and find one that is, which, by the way, also re-energizes all areas of your life. I'm also a career changer myself, making the change from theater to HR 20 years ago, and it changed my life. Today, I'm talking with Regard, who after years as a makeup artist in the fashion industry, she found herself completely burned out and unhealthy and realized she was not alone. So she started her own coaching business to help others. So let's tune in to hear her story. Hi, everyone. I am here with Regard today. I am so excited to have her on the show. Um, I just got to know her recently and her energy is infectious. And so I can't wait to tell her story. So welcome. And I'd love to have you share a little bit with the audience about a little bit more about you. Yay. Thank you, Karen. I'm so excited to be here and thank you for having me. I'm like, yay. People can't see me, but I'm actually dancing. Um, <laughs> she is. <laughs> So um, my name is Regard, last name's Tang, um, and I just joke about that. Yes, Regard is actually my my real name is on my birth certificate. <laughs> um, I I was uh, a professional makeup artist in fashion and commercial industry, um, and recently turned into a certified life coach and focusing on self development and self love and mindset. Um, and actually, this is my third career. Uh, for the listener out there that who's interested about why she's having three different career within like 20, 20 years, I think, <laughs> around 20 years, um, keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> I love the teaser. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, and I think that's, I love that you were joking about the 20 years because time and age does not matter. Like if there, if moments in your life where something doesn't feel right, make a change and obviously do it smart and in a way that's supportive of your life or whatever, but it doesn't matter if it's three and 20 years or three and 10 years, like find the path that's right for you. And that's sort of the point of all these conversations. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think that like people, they they talk about that, oh, I'm too old for that. I've been in this company for 15 years, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, you know, whatever that you just said is a lie, right? Mm-hmm. Because think about how many successful people, they start their career really late. Yes. I don't know um, how many people out there knows about a KFC. Actually, I think that he start his, his uh, empire when he's like 60s, I believe. Oh, wow if I remember it right, and think about how successful now, you know, I mean, so do not, like, when people tell me, oh, I'm too old for this, and I'm looking at them, I'm like, wait, you're like (laughs) 45, and I'm like, you still have at least 20 years to go, yes, before you retire, so don't tell me that you're old, (laughs) please, It is such a, and everybody's lifespans are differently and they're working differently. Um, so, so let's rewind a little bit. Um, not, as we just said, age isn't important, but when you were first starting out, uh, whether that was in school or just starting off your sort of adult life, what did you think you were going to do as a career? So when I was young, like fun fact, <laughs> um, <clears throat> when I was like, 12 years old or 13, I already knew that I want to be a hairstylist actually. Oh, wow. And um, because that Asian family, whoever Asians out there, I'm sure that most of them that they can relate, um, Asians' parents, they they want their kids. They have a very high expectations on, on their kids. And I'm not a book smart person. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but then my parents was like, "Oh, why don't you study an accountant?" And I was like, "Accountant? <laughs> my math, my highest education on math was like algebra." <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, when I was in school, I just copy, um, like my schoolmates, like my classmates' homework. And I'm like, <laughs> how can I get into accounting? And um, and then like my mom was like, why don't you get into like business? And I'm like, I I just don't like business. Mm-hmm. Like of course that like when I'm growing up, I'm more interested in this um area. Mm-hmm. But when I was young, I'm like, no, I don't like it. I want to be an artist, uh-huh. and um, so when I was in college, um, I really don't know what classes I was going to do or like what to take. So the first semester, the first one of the class on the first semester that was textile, but mm-hmm. then next to it was cosmetology school. Oh wow! Um, on the same on the same level, and I was like, "This is the sign." <laughs> <laughs> So I told my mom, my parents, and they were like, no, you're not, you're not going to cosmetology school. And I was like, why not? And they were like, well, because that you can't earn enough money on that. Mm. And I'm like, okay, that's very Asian. Now when I think back. <laughs> I mean, no events, you know, but it's just like for my experience. Um, so I was like, okay, so maybe I should just study like advertising because I love like, I love advertising, like things like that. Um, every time when I'm like turning on the commercials, I, I, I really enjoy those um, fun things going on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I was into, I was a uh, graduate under advertising um, and I was uh, in internal marketing. Uh, it was my first job for mm-hmm. four, four and a half years. Um, yeah, so it was uh, my first job. Um, and doing 2008, uh, financial crisis hit yeah. uh, during that time. Most, most of, I'm sure that most of us, that if, if the listener that they are old enough, most of us lost a job yeah, <laughs> during, yeah. during that time. Um, and marketing people, that is the first layer that got laid off. Mm-hmm. Like, laid off, I'm sorry, got laid off. And um, I was lucky. I was in a very big uh, company. Uh, it was construction company. Okay. Um, but I, I, was, uh, I was, I think I was like a fourth or fifth layer that got laid off. Wow. So I was just hang on really tight on that bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I got laid off on 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't able to find a job for a year. Oh my gosh. I was, I was really depressed and I was really, um, I was very, how do I say it? I was like, how can I get a job? How can I get a job? Yeah. And I, I even went back to school and I just couldn't find any job. Yeah. During that period of time, it's just, I'm sure like a lot of listeners that they experience that they know how, how crazy it was. Yeah. Um, so my boyfriend during that time uh, was like, oh, what do you want to do um, if this doesn't work out, right? And yeah. I'm, like, I'm really good at organizing. Maybe I, I will be good at secretary, but I don't know. And I was like, maybe uh and I was like oh I want to learn makeup to just learn 
I never, I never thought about I will become a professional makeup artist whatsoever. And I was like, oh, it's just for my own curiosity. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I want to, I want to just check out this box. Like, okay, I've done this. Mm-hmm. So um, I did research the same night. Um, I was living in San Francisco during that time. And I was like, okay, I do not have enough money moved down to LA for mm-hmm. six months or so to just learn makeup because that tuitions, food, um, transportations, living, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I, I just can't do, I just can't do it. Um, so I talked to one of my friends that um, she was from Hong Kong. I originally from Hong Kong too, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she was my uh, childhood friend. And she was like, why don't you just come live with me? And I'm like, sure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. And she was visiting her family during that time in San Francisco. Fun fact mm-hmm. on that. So we got the same, same ticket, like same, <laughs> same flight. We flew back together. She took care of me for six months. I'm so grateful to wow. have her in my life. And we're still friends. Aww. We've been friends since that we were like 13. And now I'm 40. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so I just flew back. I start learning makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, and my grandma, she passed away doing the time that I was in Hong Kong. Mm. So I extended my trip from three months to six months. Wow. Um, to just spend time with her. And, and I, I strongly believe everything happened for a reason. Yes. And I'm very grateful universe give me this opportunity to spend time with her because I yeah. left I left Hong Kong since I was 12. So the majority time I I didn't spend enough time with her. Yeah. Oh wow. Time. Yeah. So I um I I was really grateful to 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 have that that moment to bond with her because I have a really strong relationship with her. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so, um, so I just learned and came back to the state after six months. Um, and I just started without knowing what I was doing. I got my certificates and I was like, okay, this is my passion. This is yeah. my passion. I have to make it happen. <laughs> Did you ever think about staying in Hong Kong and doing it there? Or you knew you always wanted to come back to the States? It's so funny. Like a lot of people is like, why don't you just stay in Hong Kong? And I, I have a blessed while I was in Hong Kong that six months and I was like partying, like, going out, like enjoying food. Like I'm literally living my my life in <laughs> <laughs> that six months. And people is like, how can you make so much money? Or like, how come you save so much money to enjoy all this thing? And I was like, people, I got away. <laughs> But um, I didn't. I didn't thought about to really stay in Hong Kong because I know that it's a very different lifestyle mm. in there. And I grew up in the states majority mm-hmm. of time, so I know if I'm going back, the life will be so different. And yeah. also, my friend is able to accommodate me for six months. Mm-hmm. Already exceeded my 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 stay. So there's like there's no way for me to find a place to live okay um within my budget put it this way yeah Yeah, so I came back and um I came back to the state and like start just um doing research like Mm -hmm. what I wanted to do and I got really lucky that I have uh, a like a lot of supportive friends that yeah. they're like, oh, you're doing makeup now. You can do my weddings or you oh, can wow. do my events. 
So the first year that I was just doing weddings, and I know my heart wasn't in weddings, even mm-hmm. though that I studied weddings, makeup when I was in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I try it and I know that I, it's, it's just not my thing. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should move down to LA. Mm-hmm. Um, so within a short period of time, I, I can't remember exactly how long. Um, and I just pack everything. Wow. <laughs> and um, I store whatever that I can store in the storage. And mm-hmm. I store, I move part of stuff to my parents' home, which is in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I moved down. Um, I just pack everything in one car and wow. without knowing what I was going to do, <laughs> no connections, no friends, don't know what I'm doing, no money. Um, and I was like, you know what? I just, just, just give it a shot. Yeah. Like, my thought always just like, just give it a shot. What is the worst happen? The worst happen is just moving in with my parents and mm-hmm. figuring it out. You know, yeah. there's always yeah. backup plan. There's always plan B. Um, it's funny. We actually did something similar. That was our approach to moving to LA was mm-hmm. we didn't have jobs yet. We didn't know anyone out there, but we knew we wanted to give it a try. And so we drove yeah. cross country and made it happen. And it ended up not being for us for a variety of different reasons, but we are so thankful that we at least tried it. Exactly. Because like those, like to me, I always say that, yes, those experience you cannot buy. Yeah. No matter how wealthy you are, experience is you just cannot purchase it. Mm-hmm. Like, like those, are, those are your, your wealth actually. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So I moved down there. Um, thank God that I had a boyfriend during that time. He thought that I was crazy a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, okay, sure. Let's go. Um, so yeah. So we moved down together. Um, he, he actually, um, he was a photographer and mm. a retoucher, a photo retoucher. So he got a job in, in San Diego. Okay. So I was like, okay, then that's close enough. So um, at the end that we found a place in LA uh, to stay because that when we moved down, we just bounced from Airbnb to Airbnb mm. to Airbnb, you know? Um, and again, you, you, you universe have, have a plan for, for every single one out there. Um, so I randomly met this photographer. She hit me up and she was like, oh, why don't you, why don't we have a, a corroboration to have mm-hmm. a shoot? Sure. I was like, yeah, sure. So I met her that way and she was staying her at her friend um, in a, a, a area called Studio City. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was looking for an apartment and I couldn't find an apartment that I, we really like. So she invited me to her friend's house and I was like, actually this area is really nice. Mm-hmm. And this building, I think that we can afford it. So within two days, we rent the same oh my building. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, it's just so funny. Like now when I think back. Um, but yeah, so I start, I start heating up people, uh, writing emails to agency, mm-hmm. uh, doing a lot of research, um, uh, heating up uh, photographers, um, makeup artists, mm-hmm. like networking is very important. Yes. Yeah. So like, I always say that your net network is your net worth. Mm-hmm. Like everyone knows yeah. about this. So um, yeah. So I, I was just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I just keep swimming like, like Dory. Yeah. <laughs> 
but it's honestly when you have the most interesting interactions and when it was is when you're just out there meeting people, you're sort of putting it out into the universe. This is what I'm trying to do. It's partially how you got connected with your friend, right? Like to go to Hong Kong in the first place was I'm trying to do this thing. Well, why don't you come do it with me? And the more you talk about it, the more chances someone has a chance to respond and say, I got something for you. Exactly. So I am an extroverted. So it's it's easier for me Mm -hmm. compared to some people, that's for sure. And I I sometimes my mom was like, well, yeah, well, that you were little, like three years old, that you're not shy at all. You like keep <laughs> waving at people. People comes to you, play, play with you. You're like, hi. <laughs> Aww. So I, I know that I have that personality and I know that uh, universe and God gave me this gift. So mm-hmm. I, I, I was just out there bidding people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I was in LA for a couple years. Um, I know that it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it because that I am a person very straightforward. Um, mm-hmm. and, and how do I say it? I don't, I don't like to BS and I'm yeah. like, this is me. Yeah. If yeah. you like me, you'll like me. Yes. I don't have to please every single person. But in LA, the dynamic is just not my jam, I yes. would say. Or, or during that time, I just didn't meet the right people. Yeah. So I, I, I can't say. Maybe now when I move back, then I will attract different kind of people, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I stayed there for two years. So um, I have to ask before you move on. Yes. You don't have to drop names or anything, but did you work with any interesting people or any like fun Hollywoodish kind of stories or anything? Oh my God. Okay. So, (laughs) so in LA, I didn't really get a chance to work with big names. Um, And, and actually I work with a lot of big brands when I was in New York. Mm, Okay. So when I was in LA, actually, I was just building my portfolio. Okay. Um, But anyway, so I know that it wasn't for me. Um, so answer your question that, <laughs> did I, did I work with any big names? Okay. So this is a very funny story. Um, I share it with some people, but I don't talk a lot about it. It's just because it just slipped my mind and I don't want to be like, oh, being arrogant or you know what, <laughs> like, oh, I have this story. I have to tell everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like if it's a right time and people yeah. ask me, sure, I will say it. But I'm not telling every single person. Right. Yeah. I'm like, hey, my name is Regard. I have this story for you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so um, while I was in, in New York, uh, and you know that New York, there's so much opportunities. Yeah. And there's like, it's, uh, it's, it's the dream of, of, of life. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was assisting a lot of uh uh, different agency during mm-hmm. that time when I moved in moved to for, to New York I assist this guy that he's he's pretty big um, I'm not going to name him of course in, yeah. in here um, so his agency uh, was reach out to me and like hey regard I have this job um, and and we need assistant and I'm like sure um, so being an assistant is very interesting um, Usually, you know the rate, which is how much. Mm-hmm. You know the date. Um, sometimes you don't even know who you work with. Mm, you yeah, don't know yeah. how many people. 
um, such as you don't know how many models or how many talents uh, when you're assisting, right? Yeah. Um, you don't know how long the day is, it is. We can get into that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But so the story goes is, um, I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Um, and I, asked, I received the call sheet and there's three talents on, on there. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, okay, they didn't list any talent's name. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just showed up. So when we showed up, they still don't give us enough information. Okay. And I just saw that there's a name J-Lo. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, J-Lo. I just didn't really thought about it, you know? <laughs> and I was like, is that the J-Lo? <laughs> or is J-something that low? <laughs> So they were just keeping very secretive. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, there's another two uh, big celebrities too. I'm not going to name them. Yeah, of course. Um, anyway, so um, the the key artist was like, hey, regard, um, uh, uh, we don't want to be too crowded here. I'm going mm-hmm. to send you and another assistant to the brick room mm-hmm. uh, um, and just waiting for us um, if we need you. I'm like, sure, I'm getting paid and eating the cater. <laughs> sure, why not? I'm good at this. <laughs> so, um, and, and, and I heard that they were saying, J-Lo is the J-Lo, right? <laughs> it's actually the J-Lo. I'm like, okay, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> um, so shortly after, uh, the artist was like, hey, regard, I need your help. I'm like, okay. And I followed him. I went into the, the hairstylist room. J-Lo is sitting there. Oh my gosh. There's, I think, three or four um, hair, hair artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, hair artists was like working with her. And uh, the key artist was like working on her makeup. I was just like standing there, like holding the palette <laughs> and like be like, shh, like, don't talk too much. Be extremely polite. Don't say anything stupid. <laughs> so <laughs> present yourself as like as good as possible. <laughs> um, so, and then I was like really paying attention to what mm-hmm. the, the key artist was doing. It's just because I don't, I, you just have to be like extremely focused. Yeah. Um, so after he was done, um, on, on the one side, he had me the brush was like, Hey, regard, finish the other side. Oh my gosh. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm not nervous. I'm not, nervous. <laughs> I'm not nervous. And I'm like, hi, my name is regard. How are you? And, 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 and of course, she was like, Hey, um, thank you, thank you for doing my makeup. And she was really nice. And she was like, "Oh, I'm Jennifer." I'm like, "Yeah, I know who you <laughs> yeah, are. <we> know. <laughs> I know who you are." Um, yeah. So I was like, I was just like pretending I know what I was yeah. doing, but I was like inside, I'm like, oh. "Oh my gosh, that is so funny." Yeah, and then like like later on, we have to do her body makeup too because mm-hmm. like when you are uh, doing photo like photo shoots like this. Um, um, they are trying to be as perfect as possible. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times that we have to do body makeup. So when I went back to the room again um, to do her body makeup, I just don't want to offend her. Yeah. So I, I use brushes okay. instead of my hand. Oh, and just yeah. because you really don't know how people feel like, yeah. like you t- you're touching me. Like yeah. I don't know you, you know what I mean? 
So I want to be mindful about that. And she was really nice. She was like, we don't have time. Just use your head. So I was like doing her whole body, like whatever that is like on her arm, her legs, like up to her butt cheek. Like half of her butt cheek. Oh my god! To like to 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 do the makeup, and I was like, "Oh my god! I have I have the opportunity to 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 just touch J Lo." I'm like, <laughs> "This should be put it on my resume that I did body makeup on J Lo." <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so funny. That is a yeah. great story, it's especially because she was so nice and you know so funny about it. We don't have time for that. Just use your hands. <laughs> you like don't know I'm done I'm like okay <laughs> I put everything down and I'm like okay <laughs> yeah so, so it was really fun well and it's funny because um I'm, I don't know if you get this but even when people heard I was in LA just for a couple of years they're like how could you ever leave that sounds so glamorous you're meeting JLo like why yeah. would you ever want to do something different and of course that's one day of a career that is not like oh. that most of the time yeah. Um, but so how did you sort of navigate all that? Were you enjoying it even on the non JLo days or what made you think about something different? Yeah, actually that I got a chance to move to New York, as I mentioned it earlier. Um, I was staying in New York for a little bit over five years until, wow. um, uh, until the summer of pandemic, uh, yeah. which is August, 2020. Um, so I moved out. Um, but I, I really love what I did, uh, and I did it for a decade uh, wow. as a makeup artist, um, but I developed uh, depression and anxiety without mm. knowing, yeah. um, and because of the life as an artist and as a, as a freelance artist, put it this way, your life is full of up and downs. Yeah. You don't know what's coming. You don't know uh, one month that you can have thousands and thousands of like income and one one month that you can only have like $800 and you're like I can I can barely cover rent right yeah so the 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 lifestyle of it it's just very unpredictable mm-hmm. and very chaos I would put it this I would put it this way because a lot of time that people hold you for instance like agency or clients that they would hold your day but it's, oh, there's no, no confirmations Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that they hold you while that other three clients asking you the same day but oh I'm like gosh. I have a whole week open and why every single one asking me the same day yeah, yeah. but be- because of your reputations you have to be on it and even though you're holding you have to communicate with the yeah. client like hey there's other client asking me are you going to confirm me or releasing me yeah. If they keep holding you, you just have to say no to other people. Ugh. So you see a lot of job opportunities coming, but you have to push it away or you have to refer it to other people. Oh my gosh. It's just because that this is how it works. Yeah. Um, so this is the reason why that it, it not knowing it, that I develop um, depression and anxiety. And, and that's very normal because that, when you don't know how your life goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and as I said earlier, that I will receive a call sheet a day before. Yeah. And then you were like, oh, crap. There's 12, 12 models and there's only two artists. <laughs> so, so basically, you just have to do like 
six people. Yeah. And you just have to speed it up. And like in in fashion work and commercial world, that there's no time to waste. Yeah. Uh, one of my mentor, he said that do not like no one have time for you. Mm-hmm. You have to be on top of everything. No one has oh five minutes or thirty seconds. Yeah. Because even though in New York Fashion Week that I personally experience a lot of time, um, when we are not able to finish um, the models, mm-hmm. you have to do it at the line up. You oh have to gosh. finish them. Yeah. So like it's just very crazy uh, world, and I would love to share one story. Um, while that I was in New York Fashion Week, one of the models she she arrived to show ten minutes before it start because I think that she just flew in that morning. Oh my gosh! Um, I think that she was really stressful too. You can tell everything on her face. Yeah. Um, ten minutes before they need to change. Oh my gosh! Eight artists, hair, nails makeup eight artists around her to just get it done in 10 minutes wow then send her off to change so i mean now that i feel like i'm able to paint the pictures for the audience like how extreme that is yeah <laughs> yeah oh my gosh well and that's the thing i think people don't know what that side of the life is like and they just hear the glitzy and glam and fashion week what you got to work fashion week that's so exciting you're like yeah no it's exhausting and like you said that's just one week that ebbs and flows um especially if you're struggling with depression and anxiety you've I, I understand that people just that lack of control um and planning is really difficult yes for sure um it's just because that you don't know what is going on. I like, I, I always can't make plans with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though that um, I travel to visit my family and sometimes if I get a job, I have to cut my trip short to flew back um, yeah. to New York. Uh, one time I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself to Zurich and Barcelona. I already brought a ticket. Um, and right before I fly to Zurich, uh, one of my client that they have a three days job. They want me come to come back and shorten my trip in Barcelona. So I was in, I was going to be in Barcelona for three and a half days, mm-hmm. but I have to shorten it to like a day and a half. Oh, wow. Um, so it's like all these things that you just cannot predict is this is the reason why that like, I have no control whatsoever in my life. Mm-hmm. And someone is just controlling me <laughs> yeah yes in that sense and 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 um yeah speaking of fashion weeks is yes a lot of people think that oh my god it's so glamorous yes when you see it outside it is yeah. extremely glamorous but when you're running three four hours of sleep yeah. doing three shows within 24 hours you're running one show to another um and and you have to drag your makeup kit up and down the stairs and taking the subway and you're like, okay, am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? That kind of, that kind of pressure, stress and anxiety. I, I just, there's no way for me to, to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned that you're sort of becoming aware of the depression, anxiety as you were going through this. Did you have a support network that you could turn to, to say, Hey, I'm not feeling well, I'm not sure what it is, or how did you sort of start to put the pieces together that this wasn't the right environment for you? 
Yeah. So at first, I thought that this is really normal. It's just because I'm surrounding with other artists too. Yeah. They're experiencing what I'm experiencing. So we all in a dark hole without mm-hmm. knowing. Yeah. If it makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I realized that there's something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Um, because that I was a very happy kid. Everyone see me as very bubbly. Um, see me as like a very happy person. Um, but I realized that I got to a point that I'm putting on this mask yeah. and, and doing a show for people. Mm-hmm. But when I was at home, um, I was high, I was high functioning. I was having high functioning depressions. But mm-hmm. So I'm still able to take care of people because I'm a very nurturing person mm-hmm. um, and very caring, my friends. So I always reach out to people asking them, how are they doing like this and that? Um, but I realized that there's something wrong with me. Yeah. Um, so I talked to one of my girlfriend um, and she suggested, why don't you go see a therapist and mm-hmm. just, just see what's going on? Because it sounds like there's, you, you, you just lost joy. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, what joy is. I completely forgot what oh, is that. Oh no. <laughs> For so many years, um, thank God I, I find it now, you yeah. know, but like for so many years, I just, when you put your head down and just keep working, yes. you, you just blur everything out Yes, and you just don't know what's going on in your life yeah. besides like, oh, this is normal because yeah. everyone is the same thing. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, and if you're um, doing it day after day, you don't have that outside perspective of how much you've changed over a period of time. Oh yeah. And, 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 and my good friend that she's the makeup artist too, um, but she was in San Francisco. So mm. the stress is very different than when you're in New York yeah. um, because that you, in New York that you're always hustling, bustle and struggling. This is a lifestyle in there. And I'm sure that, the listener out there that if they're in New York that they can relate yeah <laughs> um so yeah so they like she suggested me and I was a very curious person and I was like eh, just try it just talk to people I'm good at talking to people anyway yeah. <laughs> so why not you know so um so I went in I make a, an appointment I went in the first section within five minutes I was crying my ass oh out. no oh I was like, oh my god what is wrong with my life <laughs> oh my god I'm not happy oh. um and yeah for the longest time um so I was been in a fit therapy since spring 2018 wow Good yeah, for you. So, That's so important to do for yourself. Yeah. So I didn't know what self-care is. I have no boundary mm-hmm. whatsoever. Um, I, 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 I wouldn't say I'm a people pleaser, but I would do things for people yeah. and, and not knowing how to say no. Yeah. Um, and I, I just like, okay, if other people are happy, I should be happy. But I realized that the math doesn't, the solution is not like that. It's not, yeah. It doesn't go that way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I start going to a therapist and, and I realized that my my world is completely upside down. That I just don't know. I, and I've been I've been in, in that fashion and commercial industry for seven and a half years doing that time. Wow. Yeah. So um, but I realized that a lot of time I when I'm at home, I just want to under the blanket yeah curl in a ball and die not talking to people um I can aim sometimes I can 
I can barely able to leave my bed if I don't have to work. Yeah. Um, I love to show show with people, but I complain a lot, and mm-hmm. I have so much anger in me. And one of my friends was talking. Um, he was hanging out with me one time, and he was like, "Regard, I really don't know what's going on with you, but you have oh. so much resentment, and you have so much anger." Yeah. Oh. So no. all this sign is telling me that there's there's something wrong, yeah. and I I need to ask for help. Yeah. And thank God that like I'm like I asked for help, and like this is the turning point for me to become a a coach. Yeah. So it's so interesting. First of all, it takes so much courage not just to recognize something's going on, but to say something out loud and get the support you need and get the help you need. So that is such a bold step because it's so scary to do that. Because I still think, unfortunately, in this world, um, mental health or mental illnesses or however people want to phrase it, um, there's still a stigma there. And I think especially if you're supposed to be the bubbly person and you're supposed to be this and you're supposed to be that. So kudos to you for really owning that and recognizing that you need that help. Did, did you sort of say, Hey, if someone's able to do this for me, I want to do it for others. Like how did it transform into becoming a coach? Yeah. So is, um, I know that I'm always a person love to help. And I, I know that I have so much love to give, but I, in, in the back of my mind, like in the past, I always feel like, okay, if I give you 50%, you, you should give me 50%. Yeah. But I, I have the mindset wrong because why would I say, I wouldn't, I shouldn't use the, the mind. I shouldn't say rough, but I improve my mindset put it mm. this way. So I feel like everyone have a 100%. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of like, oh, I'm doing 50, then that person should do 50. Mm, or if yeah. I do 80, that person should do 80. If you give, you just truly give. Yeah. And and if you have expectations, sure. I understand that is like a human need. But if you do it and want someone to return it to you, I think that is not the right mindset to put on it, if mm-hmm. it makes sense. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I always know that I always want to help people. And while I was being a makeup artist, I always want people feel beautiful. Yeah. Externally, you know, so I'm like, every time when they hold up their mirror and they were like, Oh my God, it looks so beautiful. Like, even though that little moment, it's just so much joy for yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, but then I realized that if I can make people externally beautiful, and it's a very short living. Mm-hmm. Um, I and I want to help people to be beautiful, feel beautiful inside. Yeah, because that is a long living. Yes, because if you believe in yourself that you are pretty, no matter what it looks in here, no makeup, also hair, yeah. your hair is like a, a bad hair day. You can still be a confidence yes. person. Yes. yes. Yeah. So I I I want to do that. Um and. Yeah, so my journey um, while I was in um, therapy, I healed my past uh, childhood trauma because mm-hmm. I left my parents when I was 12. Mm. So I, I, I always believed that I wasn't enough. No. So um, when I was in therapy, that I started believing in myself. I started mm. understanding. Actually, I was pretty successful as a makeup artist. Yeah. Well, um, I always believe that in the past, I always believe that I don't, I don't, I don't do enough. I, I haven't mm-hmm. got my, 
I haven't got my billboard on Times Square, even though I did yada yada yada. And yeah. I only look at what I didn't do. Yes, but I didn't celebrate that what I have done. Yes. Um. So yeah. So I was like knowing a lot of myself while I was in therapy, and last year, two thousand nineteen. 2019 spring, I talked to my therapist. She's an amazing therapist, and she was my first therapist. And I was like, Erica, I I really want to break through what I'm doing as a makeup artist because mm-hmm. I see myself as a on a hamster wheel. Yeah, yeah. And when I look at the people, like the bigger artists, they're on a Baker hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when I look at them, it's just so funny. Like I, I pull myself back after I start going to therapy. I yeah. start pull myself back and just just absorb and see what's going on on set. Majority people that they are not happy. Yeah. I realize yeah. that. And yeah. I want to separate myself. I was like, you know what? I lost joy. And I realized that even though I get to whoever so and so called so successful, and still not happy, you will still feel like shit. And yeah. I don't want that. Yeah, yeah. And I realized that I want, I want to find my joy. I want to find my own happiness within. So I told my therapist, I was like, I need to do something different. Yeah. And I need to start looking for a way out. Yes. So, yeah. um, same summer, 2019 summer, I was visiting my parents, and I was still haven't have like a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, I was still like doing research. Oh, maybe I can go back to uh, weddings uh, for earning more money because the, mm-hmm. the income is just like always up and down. Yeah. Yeah. Out of nowhere. And I just type in Googling how to become a life coach. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> Light bulb went off just like this. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. Okay. So I found a school. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like a health coaching school. And oh, I great. Like, oh, I, I'm always into health and want yeah. to be healthy. So maybe that it can help me too. Yeah. So I got into it. Um, and I, I think within a few days, uh, I, I enrolled, I paid it off and I, I was like, you know what? I think that this is, this is my, my calling. Yeah, this my this is my next step for my journey. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just because that as we talk about earlier, that mental health doesn't talk enough. Yes. Um, and yep. I know that a lot of people that they are struggling. And this is the reason why that I'm very open to talk about my my mental struggle in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I still struggle sometimes. Like yeah, sometimes that it just creep back, you know? Yes. But um, of course, that I'm able to handle it. And I now I understand that it's, it's like a wave. Yeah. Instead yep. of like just sticking with me, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, so this is the reason why that I, I know that I have a mission that I want to help people. Yeah. And I realize that how important self-love is. Yeah. And a lot of people that they just don't have a guidance to be uh understand how to how to have a self-love yeah having a self-love that it can be as 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 simple as taking a bath um talking on the phone yeah having boundaries Mm -hmm. really take time off for yourself taking vacations 
um, to like rewarding yourself without any guilt or shame or anything. Yeah. It's just very diverse. Yeah. So I feel like, like, because of my experience, I can help a lot of people uh, who can relate. Yeah. um, And able to, I just want to support people. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's amazing. And I love how you tied it to, it's so funny when you look back over your whole career from starting in marketing, which is very creative to obviously going into makeup, which is extremely creative, but then the whole idea of beauty on the outside and the inside, and now helping people see that beauty on the inside, there's actually a really nice arc there, even though that wasn't planned. And I think to your point, finding that purpose through helping yourself first and now helping others is so special. And I think people can really relate to trying to find that joy because that's what everybody's looking for in life. And it can infect you when you don't have it, it impacts so many different areas of your life. So as we wrap up, what is one piece of advice? I mean, you shared so many, but what's one piece of advice or something you wish you knew that you want others to know as they think about their own career journeys? So can I break down one piece of advice in three little uh, category? Of course. <laughs> or, or, or just three sentences okay. <laughs> or three points, put it this way. So the first is success without fulfillment and joy, you will still feel like hell. Mm-hmm. It's just as simple as that, yeah. okay? The second point is do whatever you love yeah. and love whatever you do. It's oh. just as cliche as it is, but that is so true. Yes. If you are doing something that you don't love, you just still feel like hell. Yeah. Like it's, it's just so true. As, as simple as that. And then the third one is allow yourself to try things out of your comfort zone. Yes. Just give yourself permission. Because if you don't give yourself permission, no one will give you permission. Even though people give you permission and you're like, oh, I have to wait for the permission. But you know what? Don't everything is just external. Yeah. Do whatever that is internal for you and makes you happy. Happiness is priceless. Joy is, is, is very fulfilling. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I want listening, the listeners outstairs who's listening this, think about what joy and happiness means to them. Yeah. 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 And I think it's so important to find what's right for you. I mean, you talked about it a little bit in the beginning, but what's right for someone else is not going to be your path. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be someone else's path. And so it's a journey and it's going to change and you're going to learn over time, but finding what's right for you is what's important. And don't worry about what other people are going to say or think, because it's your life. You're the one who actually has to live it. Exactly. And, and everyone is unique. And I, I, cannot stress enough of people keep comparing themselves to other people. I'm like, they are not living your life and you're not living their life. <laughs> yes. So stop comparing because yeah. I, I, I even say this, even two apples will not extremely identical because we're not made from manufacturers. Yes. Yep. That's it's so true. Sad. Yeah, that's, that is a perfect way to wrap it all up. Um, Well, thank you again so much for joining us. Um, I'll make sure all your contact information is in the show notes. Um, But thank you again for joining on this episode. Yay. Thank you for having me again. I had fun. Thank you again to Regard for sharing her story. You can find all her contact info in the show notes. So feel free to reach out to connect with her if you want to hear more. As you enjoy these episodes, please consider subscribing, sharing them with others, and leaving a rating and review on the platform of your choice. And let's connect. 
I offer one-on-one coaching, workshops and masterclasses, and group programs. You can find all my contact information in the podcast overview or visit my website for upcoming programs. Until next time, remember, there's always a way to get off the hamster